Hey everybody, this is your old pal Sawtooth Frank, and you're listening to the Soft Serve Podcast. And this is episode 21, where Stomping Jen and I talk about the many, many ways we feel lucky. And we also give our thoughts and reactions to the Captain Marvel movie. We talk about a internet cat video show we saw and also give our horrified reactions to the HBO documentary Leaving Neverland. That's that one about Michael Jackson. And we also tell a story about a crock pot. So, without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Did you hear the counting? I did. That means we're recording. Great. We only had a little bit of fighting over the microphones. It's getting better. <laughs> much, much better. Okay. So, welcome everybody to episode 21 of the Soft Serve podcast. I am your host, Sawtooth Frank, and I'm here with my co-host, Stomping Jen. Hello, people. And today, we are here to talk about the ways that we feel lucky. Well, do you? (laughs) What movie is that from? Did you look it up? It's a Dirty Harry movie. I don't know which one, though. Are there multiple? Multiple Dirty Harry movies? Yeah. There's like 58 Dirty Harry movies. Are you for serious? I'm absolutely 100% for serious. Huh. Oh, no. The god darn printer is going again. Didn't hear it on the last one, so it's not getting picked up by the mic. It's just annoying us. So we won't mention it, but in case you do hear it, it's running again. All right, so we're going to talk about the ways that we feel lucky. And I want to mention... The show beer that we're drinking. I think it's important to say that these breweries are not endorsing us. <laughs> these are just beers we like to drink mm-hmm. because they're yummy. They could be endorsing us. Or maybe they will, hopefully, if we plug them enough. You see, old Sawtooth, he's always thinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, for this show, we're drinking Amherst Brewing Company slash The Hanger, or is it The Hanger slash Amherst Brewing Company? I think it's Amherst Brewing Company. Okay. It's Massatucky Brown, mm-hmm. and that's a brown ale. It's pretty good. Do you want to talk about Amherst Brewing Company? Not really. No? No, it's a local brewery. It's been around since the mid-90s, and they make pretty, pretty good beer. And they were recently acquired or partnered with Mm -hmm. a local restaurant chain called The Hangar, which has several locations all over western Massachusetts, and I think they have some national chains under a different name called Wings Over. But they make really good fried chicken. It's one of my favorite restaurants in this area. You do like the hangar. Yeah, it's a great gathering place Mm -hmm. to drink beer and eat fried chicken and scheme. Lots of scheming has gone on there. But you don't want to talk about ABC specifically? What do you mean by ABC? Do you Amherst mean the Brewing alphabet? Company. 
Uh, is there something you want to talk about specifically? You used to work there many years ago. I did used to work there, but I was nothing more than a tank scrubbing monkey. I would crawl into the tanks after they were done brewing and clean them out. And I was always secretly terrified that somebody was going to lock me in there and brew me with the beer. <laughs> Sawtooth frying beer. They do have a, for those of, of you listeners who don't know, I have a beard. And there is a brewing company that makes a beer made out of beer yeast. Beard yeast? Beard yeast. It's fermented from the yeast obtained from one of the brewer's beards. That's disgusting. We, I drank it. It was you delicious. Did. Don't be hating on beard beer. So anyways, we're drinking Amherst Brewing Company, the hangar, <clears throat> excuse me, Massatucky Brown Ale. So go get some if you live in Western Massachusetts. It's good stuff. I also wanted to give a plug to somebody this is a shared friend of ours who launched a blog I think people should read. I'm only going to say her first name. It's Trista. Does she have a moniker of some sort? I don't know, but her first name is Trista, and she has a blog called Real Talk and Tea. Mm-hmm. And it's a cool blog that, how would you describe it? Um, she just started it, um, and she's writing about real life, real problems. Yes. And she also writes about tea. And she writes about tea. And I'm a fan of tea and I'm a fan of real life and of problems. So this blog is for me. Yeah. And I've I'm a fan it. of Trista. Yep, I've read it, and I would encourage anyone listening to this to read the blog. It's at realtalktea.wordpress.com. So subscribe to it, read it, and maybe we'll get her on this podcast. Oh, we're definitely going to have her on the podcast. Yeah, so look forward to that. Yeah, she also does giveaways on the podcast, on her uh, blog. Giveaways? Yes, so she partners with... Um, other organizations and companies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So we discussed having partnering with some, maybe a tea-based beer of some sort. Do they make tea-based beers? We'll, we'll find out. I think they do. Huh. But she knows some breweries and some brew masters, and we do too, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully we'll get her on here yeah. for an interview. Yeah. She's cool. And also, I want to thank everybody um, for the handful of reviews we've received on iTunes. Oh, we got some? And feedback. Yeah. Cool. Really good feedback and reviews. I'm going to read you a review we got earlier in the week from a listener. Oh, I want to hear it. You ready? Yeah. Your podcast is so intimate and Sawtooth's voice is so mellow. Can he just read a bunch of books for me and record it? Did he put that on there? No, but I'm reading the feedback because it's all about how wonderful I am. <laughs> Did he leave a review on iTunes? I don't know. I didn't check. Oh, okay. But. That was feedback that we got. This was unsolicited feedback. Yes. So for those of you who agree with the sentiments and want me to read audiobooks. You can look forward to that, too. Maybe we'll just do an episode where I read a book. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Which book would you read? I don't know yet. I don't know. I'll take suggestions. You can send me suggestions on Twitter, at SoftServePod. That's my Twitter handle. That's what they call your name on social media. The, the Twitterverse. Handle, yeah. That's not for me. You got to get into it. I also want to share another bit of feedback I got from somebody who listens to the podcast. Now, this person told me that he and his wife 
like to listen to our podcast lying in their bed at night in the dark and they feel like we're in their bed with them how do you feel about that's that? a little creepy just a no little offense, bit right just a little bit a little creepy a little bit creepy he also asked if we could come and record it in their bed he did not you're lying i'm dead serious <clears throat> i told him i would check in with you and get back i feel like you're lying no i'm serious <laughs> that's even creepier i know i think the answer to that question is no right yeah it's a hard pass for me he's very handsome <laughs> okay all right what else you got all right so just to thank you all for your subscriptions it's really important if you like this podcast to subscribe on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Google Play, on Spotify. We're going to be in iHeartRadio soon. Subscribe. That way you'll get the episodes downloaded automatically to your phone. And leave us some reviews. If you like what you hear here, give us a review. That's all I ask. Maybe we should have a giveaway for people to leave oh, reviews. A giveaway. Maybe that will get us some reviews. What could we give away? I'm sure we can come up with something. I'll have to think on that. Beard clippings? Uh-huh. Okay. Some collage art made by our oh. our daughter. <laughs> well, you could give away a piece of your art. Yeah, sure. Hmm. Okay. I don't think it should be in exchange for reviews, though. Maybe something else. No, we can have a contest. Interesting. I'll let you think on what the contest would look like. All right. All right. So, without further ado, we're going to jump into reading our lists. We can have people make their own lists. We can have a topic, and they can write a list on the Twitterverse or the whateververse. We might have a special guest segment in the next episode. Who's that? Well, Dr. Weasley, who is a... Oh, yeah. Or Professor Weasley, who is a member of the small council, the um, vain, narcissistic, and very difficult associates of mine, who were on previous episodes of this podcast. Is he coming to our house? He's not coming. He may pre-record a segment that we will cut into the next show. He knows the topic of the next show, and I've given him a challenge. Oh. So we'll see what, and if Professor Weasley is able to produce anything. Great. I look forward to that. Yeah, we'll see. Um, all right. So without further ado, we'll jump into these lists. <laughs> see, I did it again. You love that phrase. Yeah, every time I say it, there's always additional ado. I'm going to jump into these lists. We're supposed to list the ways we feel lucky. Now, who's? how do you want to do this? I don't know the do answer Do you want to, to go first? Question. My list is pretty long, of course. Uh, you want we me all, to race, the, on, race through my I list? I want you to race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm the undisputed king of list making. I don't know that that's... Whatever. Who's disputing me? <laughs> Nobody's disputing. Right. So I'm undisputed Sorry. at this point. Sure. Are you going to go, you're going to read yours? Sure. Or do you want me to start with mine? I'll read we, mine. I could read some of mine. You could read some of yours. I really, you're the main pod. I am the host. Host. These are decisions I should be making. Right. So don't make me make decisions. Yeah, but I'm trying to be collaborative because you're a co-host. You're not the sub-host. I'm not the dom host. Are you the top or the bottom host? I'm probably the bottom host. <laughs> so you should go first. All right. Why don't you read you one? You just really want me to go first? Okay. Yeah. All right. Go on. So the first thing on my list of ways that I feel lucky is to be, I feel lucky to be strong of mind and body. Huh. I'd say you're both of those things. You're strong of mind and you're strong of body. Okay. Do you want to go? Oh yeah. Thanks for reminding me that we were going to take turns. Okay. Um, 
I feel lucky to be born in a universe where life is possible. That that seems contradictory. What do you mean? Because if you were born in a universe where life was not possible, you would not have been born. Yeah, I would just be floating around in a void. I don't think you could have been born. It's a very esoteric thing to say, but okay. You go and do the next one. Hold on a second. I I I have to push back on your criticism. No, it's no pushing back. It's just my thoughts. I feel lucky. How about I say it this way? State it this way. I feel lucky that there is a universe where life is possible and that I was born. Sure. Does that that clear it up for you? (laughs) You could just say I'm, I feel lucky to be alive because <laughs> that's no because my no no it's not it's not let me read my next much. one no, okay. you'll see right, why right, there's right, a difference right. okay you'll see why okay first of all do you know what an improbability it is that life exists in this universe yes and do you know the improbability that you would be you like it's such a slim percentage. It's incalculable. That's how right. slim it is. Right. Which leads me to my next reason I feel lucky. Okay, go ahead. To have been conceived in winning the battle of the sperm. Great. Like, I wouldn't be here if that one particular sperm didn't make it to that one particular egg. Chew on that. Yes. That's why I feel lucky. Uh-huh. Now, that wouldn't be possible if we didn't have a universe where life was possible. Uh-huh. Therefore, without the first thing, the second wouldn't have been possible. Uh, great. Do you see why they should be separate? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a yep, I don't agree with you. You That's could just okay. say no, I don't agree with That's you. That's all right. All right, go on. Read on from your list, please. Oh, I feel lucky to have found my most excellent partner. Oh, who's that? Um. Do I know them? <laughs> Oh, you. Is that me? Yes, it's me. Oh. You. Okay, any more you want to say about that? No. Okay, do you want me to read? Sure. I feel lucky to have been born into relative privilege, globally speaking. Mm-hmm. Really, that's, that's a crapshoot. It's very true. And I will just say, kind of going along with that, I feel very lucky to have enough resources currently to be comfortable mm-hmm. in life. That was pretty much the next thing on my list. Okay, do you want to read exactly what you have there? <laughs> I just wrote to have a steady, a steady stream of income. Okay. All right. I think that's good. Mm-hmm, 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 do you mm-hmm. want to read another one? Sure. I feel lucky to have been brought up in a family with strong values. Okay. Like education and work ethic and family. I think the pod dog wants to come up here. No, like all the animals just charged in the room. I'm going to call her up onto the pod couch. Come here. Come here. Come on up. Come on up. Oh, she jumped up on the couch. She's going to settle down now, hopefully. Lay down. Lay down. <laughs> She's licking my face. Lay down. Come on. Come here. All right. Forgive the interruption. The pod dog is trying to settle. Oh, she's trying to sit on me. Don't let her hit the microphone. I'm trying not to. Come here. Come over here. Oh, she right. just wants to give me kisses. We'll have to get rid of her. Okay, no. All right, let me fin- let me continue reading on my list while you do whatever that is you're doing to the dog. <laughs> okay. Stomping Jen has got her face in the dog's no, face. No, don't. I'm scratching her neck. Hi. All right. I have on here that I feel very lucky to have had a really good support system in my in-laws. That goes great with my last one. Yeah, it does. That's why I wanted to read it. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have been 
very lucky to have the support of your your parents and yeah. help over the years. Yeah. And I don't mean just materially here and there. I mean emotionally and all that good stuff. Yeah. They have been great grandparents to our kids. Um, dare I say, good friends to us. Yeah. So. It was not an, always such an easy road, but. No. Thank you, in-laws. <laughs> okay, go on. Oh, sorry. It's your turn. Um. Oh, Sorry. The full thing I had written here was a family with strong values that set me up for success. So that definitely goes along with what you said. Um, a strong connection to my heritage. Okay. I feel lucky. Okay. Is that all you want to say about that? Um, I just, you know, it's... I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I'll say I don't have any connection to my heritage. Not at all? No. And I do feel like that has been somewhat of a void. Really? In my life, spiritually. Hmm. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Old Sawtooth is full of voids. (laughs) One of many. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to read what's next on my list? Sure. All right. I feel lucky that I didn't drown in that toilet in 1994. What? So I was in the army. I was 19. And I had just had my wisdom teeth taken out. And the dentist gave me a prescription of Percocet. And some other, I think it was Oxy, uh, no, what's the, um, Tylenol with codeine in it? Oxy Tylenol 3, I think it's called. Oxycodine? No, it's Oxy, Oxycontin and Oxycodine are different things. Uh, so anyways, it's a type of pill that has both Tylenol and codeine in it. It's mm-hmm. called Tylenol 3. It's a controlled substance. He told me... Take one or the other, depending on how bad the pain was. But you took them both? I took them both. And at the time, I was like an ultra runner. I would run like 10, 12 miles a day. And I weighed like 140 pounds. Like, there's nothing to me, right? Um, I wasn't the uh, massively attractive hunk of beef I am now. (laughs) I was like a wisp. They used to call me the Gray Ghost. What? For reals? Yeah, because I would run in my army grays. Gray shorts, gray sweatpants, gray shirt. And I would just... Do you have a picture of this? Uh, probably <laughs> The Gray Ghost. <laughs> so anyways, um, my body was not prepared for a Percocet and a Tylenol with codeine. So I'm lying there in the bed you know, beginning to get that, um, um, what do you call it? Um, opiate haze. What's and that, that? You're just drifting away kind of. Yeah. And I started to feel really sick to my stomach. So I managed to get up, um, and make it to the bathroom. Now you have to picture the way the army dorm was laid out. This is when I was stationed here in the United States. We had private rooms, and in between the two private rooms were um, a bathroom that you shared with somebody. So the guy who lived next to me had moved out. So there's nobody there. I was alone, effectively. So I remember kneeling down in front of the toilet to throw up. And the next thing I remember, I was lying next to the toilet on the floor and I had a contusion on my head. Was your throw up everywhere? No, there was no throw up anywhere. And all I can think to myself was if I had 
fallen the wrong way, I would have gone face first into the toilet water and drowned. And I would have suffered the indignity of drowning in an army toilet. So I feel lucky that I didn't die that day. That's a great story. I'll just add on, because it's related, that I feel lucky I didn't get killed when I served in the military. Like I wasn't deployed anywhere very dangerous. Yeah, you were in the army during a very quiet period. Yes, absolutely. I was pretty lucky. Yeah, what's next on your list? Um, I feel lucky that I live here in the Northeast in the Pioneer Valley. Huh. What do you feel? Why do you why do you feel you're lucky that you live here? Well, I feel lucky that, first of all, that I grew up in the Northeast. Uh, I don't know that New Jersey's in the Northeast. That's more. What mid- do you mean it is? Totally it's mid in the Northeast. It's not. It's mid Atlantic. Okay. Sorry, Mid-Atlantic. I'm just saying all you Jersey, Delaware people want to think you're part of New England. You're not. Um, I was born in New York. Okay. Anyways, um, I like... That I've always kind of lived in a place where there's a lot of history. Yeah. You know, I've never mm-hmm. moved out of the original colonies of this country. Um, I'll go along with that. You know, I'm glad I live on the coast, not directly on the coast, but within driving distance of the coast. Okay, so not in the middle of the country. Yeah. Um, you can get to an ocean if you need to. I can get to an ocean if I need to. Um, do you sometimes need to get to an ocean? Yes, very much so. Interesting. Go on. Um, but in particular, this place where we live, um, since my first uh, journey to this part of the country, um Literally every day I walk, I drive through where we live, and I'm always impressed. It The view never, it, it never gets old for me. What about the view? Just the mountains. We live in a valley, so there's lots of mountains around us, and there's the valley floor that we get to drive through, and you get to see all the mountains around you. It's my one of my favorite places to be. Okay. And drive through. And the clouds. I don't know. So I just feel lucky that I live here. Okay. I feel lucky because so far I've had good health for myself and my family. Mm-hmm. Relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Now, I know there's been some health tragedies in the... Older generations, but yeah. I mean specifically in our immediate, well, yes, in right. our family unit here. Yes. What do you? What else do you have on your list? How else do you feel lucky? Um, I feel lucky that I was born in the time and the age that we live in. What does that mean? Um, you know, like we could have been born in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Or, you know, um, but what about the early 19 to mid 1900s, the good old days? Don't you pine for the good old days? No, I mean, I feel like uh, I'm being facetious, by the way. I don't think those are the good old days. I mean, I don't know what the future holds. And, you know, I'm sure that there were periods in the past where would have been interesting time and place to live, but, um, you know, to see the advent of modern technology in the way that we were able to with computers and. Do you mean the internet? And the internet. I mean, it's just been an interesting 41 years of living. 
41 years, huh? Mm-hmm. But a pup. But a pup. Mm. All right, I can accept that. I, too, think that we have lived through a technological and cultural revolution even greater than the one that the people who lived through the introduction of the TV lived through. The The internet is so much more um, transformative than television, I feel. I mean, really what it did was it took all of human knowledge and made it accessible to anyone who could afford the technology to access it. Mm-hmm. Globalism. Uh, well, I think globalism of the sum of human knowledge is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's different than political globalism. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I know the there are lots of um, downsides to having access to all of this knowledge available to so many people and having anybody be able to have a platform, you know, especially when you get people who are hateful or people who are up to no good, you know, but I think overall kind of the democratizing and positive effects outweigh any of the downsides which is why I really think net neutrality is so important. <laughs> I mean, I'm at the point where I think the internet is like a basic human right. I mm-hmm. put it up there with shelter, food, healthcare. Anyways, I think I've gone on enough about that. Yeah. All right. Another reason that I feel lucky is I've had good cats. <laughs> Good cats. Good cats. And a good dog. I think good cats and why don't you tell people what you've just observed? She picked up a toy and she brought it. Sorry, the dog. She obviously wants to play. Hi. But we're not gonna play with her while we're doing a podcast. Now lay down. Lay down. Anyways, so I've had good cats. I will not say I've had a good dog. She's a good dog. Anyway, she so for the listeners, she's staring at me in the face and wagging her tail. Now stepping on my show notes, off she goes, chasing a cat. <laughs> so I think good cats help make a good life. Mm-hmm. And we've had a number of good cats. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that sentiment. I didn't have it written down, but... Do you have anything else on your... I have one more thing. Go on. Um, I feel lucky to have a great circle of friends and colleagues... Yeah, I think that's important. Mm -hmm. All right. The other reason I feel lucky is I can grow a decent beard. (laughs) So I was in this hangar restaurant that we talked about at the start of the episode the other night. And I was walking through. I think I told you this. Somebody stopped me and said, excuse me, sir. Either, well, wait, let me backtrack. I was visiting a table with somebody else that I knew Mm -hmm. who was there. And then somebody at that table said, excuse me, your beard game is strong. Mm -hmm. And they started talking to me about my beard. Mm -hmm. So I feel, I do feel lucky I can grow a decent beard. Mm Mm-hmm. I will just say it's getting long enough now where I could feel it rubbing against the top of my chest as I move my head and speak, mm-hmm. which is not a sensation that I'm quite used to. Mm-hmm. Isn't so, that why you shaved last time? Um, the last time I shaved was because when I was showering, the beard hair brushed against my nipple and I was unpre- unprepared for that. Mm-hmm. So did you have anything else or was that the last yeah, thing you had pretty much the last thing on my list all right so i'll i'll power through the rest of my list here um all right let's see i feel lucky that i met my best friend and wife who's that in college don't let the cat rub against him. the microphone i got him i got him 
God, these microphone issues are going to be the death of this podcast. <laughs> Let's see. I feel lucky that we didn't run into any issues around trying to conceive children. Mm-hmm. I know um, some people who that's been challenging for. And, uh, you know, I feel I feel deeply for them. I will say... We didn't go. We didn't go unscathed in that arena. No, what, I mean, what do you want to say about that? Um, I did have a miscarriage between children. I think that's important to note because a lot of people have miscarriages and it's not well talked about in society in general. Yes, and I think what I was speaking to was the ease with which we were able to conceive mm-hmm. you know we um didn't struggle with having to deal with that over an extended period of time anyways i just i think juxtaposed to the compassion that i have for the people who it's not been so easy for i feel incredibly lucky in that regard yeah because I know that it's just a matter of luck. Mm-hmm. Although when we were going to get married, you did say we were vastly diverse in our demographic profiles. Um, I probably said we were very genetically different. Yes, And that's it would be meant. easy for us to conceive. But that's not always the case either. That's true. Did you know... What? That 30, maybe it's 300,000 years ago. At some point in time, geologically speaking, that's not that long ago, there was a series of volcanic eruptions that reduced the total population of Earth down to 7,000. What? Yeah. Look it up. Internet, baby. Internet. All right, let's see. I feel lucky that I made it to 45 and all that I've experienced. I think I've had a rich and interesting range of experiences in life. I feel lucky to have had that. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of that is due to my own choices, but still luck plays a role in everything. I feel lucky I've never lost my desire to learn and create. Hmm. Like that is a fire in me that has never gone out. You know, I always need to be doing something and creating something. This podcast, for example. Mm-hmm. I used to do web comics. You know, I used to write books of poetry. Mm-hmm. I used to whittle. <laughs> I've never, ever seen you whittle. I did that in secret. Secret whittling? Let's see. I have good friends, even though they're trolls. (laughs) So I feel lucky to have good friends. And the trolls know who they are. They're the small council. (laughs) Let's see, I feel lucky that I'm okay with this idea of impermanence. That nothing lasts forever. That everything changes. And imperfection. Like, I don't need things to be perfect. You know, I kind of live my life like Ed would. You know, I figure most things are mostly good enough to get you by and you make do with what you have do you pull the string I do pull the string (laughs) (laughs) Eddie (laughs) my medicine Eddie horrible um, Walter Matthau impression and finally I feel lucky I feel lucky that I have um, 
the family I have. You, even though you don't know how to talk into a microphone. The kids. My brother, my sister, my nieces and nephews. Uh, my in-laws. So I feel lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't feel alone in the world. Mm-hmm. That's my list. That was list 10 from the 52 lists for happiness. What's the next list? We'll talk about the next list in a minute. We'll get to that. Oh my God. Some other things I wanted to discuss. Just a few lighthearted things. Lighthearted things. <laughs> oh no. So we saw the Captain Marvel movie. Yeah. Over the weekend. What did you think of it? I liked it. What did you like about it? Um, I don't want to spoil anything. I just liked it. It was so. Good. Don't spoil. There will be no spoilers. I think this is not a spoiler. There's a cat in the movie. There's a movie poster with a cat on it. Cat if was, you talk about cat was funny. That's it. Okay, great. I liked the cat. Funny cat. Funny cat. Okay, yeah. The cat was the cat was a great part of the movie. Yeah. I enjoyed the cat too. Captain Marvel was herself as herself was awesome and kick ass. I didn't like it so much, I'll be honest. <laughs> You're going to spoil the movie anyway. I won't spoil it. You're biasing the people who haven't seen it yet. No, I'm giving my opinion of the movie. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. would say wait for it to come out on streaming. But if you really have to see it before Avengers Endgame, then by all means go see it. But I feel like you have to see it before uh, Avengers but I felt, Endgame. I felt like it moved too slowly. They had to build a whole backstory for her. I fell asleep in the middle. You always fall asleep in the middle. I didn't like the music choices for the 90s. I liked them. TLC. They played Hole. They played No Doubt. Yeah. They played Nirvana. I hate No Doubt. Oh, that's your problem. So... I say wait wait for streaming. I will I did enjoy the last act of the movie. It was really good. But overall, I'll give it a C plus to a B minus. Sad. Well. I liked it. What else did we do this weekend? Is that on your list? We went to a cat video. Movie festival. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Um, I've seen it before. I think they up it every year and try to add to it and change it up a little bit. It's cute. It's basically the internet. They curate clips off the internet. Yeah. It was fun. The theater was having a rollicking good time. Yeah. We saw it in a local cinema. And... Basically, like Stomping Jen said, somebody has curated together a whole bunch of cat videos from the internet. And then people gather and watch them together. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, lots of little kids, lots of families. Well, there was some creeper who came in alone. Yeah. Like some guy in his middle age. Was like sitting behind us, cackling maniacally. I think he was with other people. They just didn't have seats together. Oh, you think so? Yeah, there was like it was so sold out. It was ridiculous. In my mind, it's better to imagine him as a some kind of creeper who's into some weird cat video fetish. No. Huh. No. Yeah, that was fun. The other thing we should talk about that we watched last week was the Michael Jackson documentary, Leaving Neverland. Do we have to? Yeah, I think we should. (laughs) Well, what did you think about it? It just like took, it basically took a giant shit on my entire childhood, I felt like. What do you mean by that? It's just, you know, I loved Michael Jackson as a little girl and 
I really liked his music and um, he was just not a very good person. Totally false. I mean, I'll take it a step further than that. Based on what I saw in that documentary and all of the other evidence that's come before it, it's my opinion that he was most certainly a pedophile. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I think was most convincing for me and... But I have slept with many children. ...really drove it home was the documentary did an excellent job of painting how Michael Jackson used his power and his wealth to groom these victims. Well, what's wrong with sharing your bed? But I have slept with many children. I don't want to... It's worth watching to see. Yeah. It, it is, what, what I kept saying to you while we were watching it is like, it's like he's a spider spinning a web. Mm-hmm. And like he used all of the all of the privilege and adoration he had to take advantage of these families and these kids. And um, it was just absolutely... It was horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. It's like a train wreck. You can't look away. And there's there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he did these things and that... Totally false. Um... What you and I was listening to this other podcast that kind of deconstructed it, and one of the things they pointed out was you get the sense, like, as you're watching it over time, he became more sophisticated as he got more confident in his ability to groom children and and ensnare them in this um, spider web that was Neverland Ranch. And it's like very clear from the testimony of the kids and the timing that he constructed the ranch that he basically built that place just to uh, molest children at. Totally false. It's just, it's just terrible. It's terrible. I don't know what to do with how do you, can you separate? Yeah, I don't think I... I mean, and then, you know, people who defend him still, you know, they say he's dead. You can't he can't defend himself and that these people are just out for money. And it's just a bunch of malarkey. Like these people are ruined for life. Let me respond to that. Right. Dead people cannot defend themselves. That's true. Um I will take, you know, I think one of the things, and this wasn't my idea, but the podcast I was listening to that talked about this, one of the things they pointed out was the idea that um, even if you are the victim of something like this, right, it doesn't necessarily, even as traumatic as it can be, right, and as wrong as it is, it doesn't have to define you and it doesn't have to ruin your life. Like that... That Wade guy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he went on to become like an incredibly famous choreographer. Yeah, but then um, once mul- he had children... But what I'm saying is a, a multimillionaire. Like he was a successful person, yes. When he, had, when he had children, a lot of the trauma that he experienced rose up and was triggered. Right. Right. But what I would say is even though bo- both of those guys were... Like, one of the things that comes across is how, like, incredibly haunted they are. Like, you can't mm-hmm. fake that. No. Like, they're not acting. No. Um, you know. And um, how conflicted they are to this day about their well, feelings. Yeah, I mean, even though he, even though Michael Jackson was sexually abusing them, they loved him. Yeah. And he told them, this is what people who love each other do. Well, what's wrong with sharing your bed? And so, yeah, I mean, they both said it. There's still part of them that loves him. Yeah, it's like, 
So it's worth watching on a couple of different fronts, I think. Like, if you're a parent especially, like, it's a good expose on grooming behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Like what perpetrators do to groom victims. Um, you know, it's a good lesson in that even if children tell you that everything's fine and nothing's happening, that that doesn't mean that's the case. <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. these, ki- these kids were asked up and down, like, has anything happened to you? You know, did he do anything to you? No, no, no. You know? Right. Um, you know, and then I think it's also like a, and to that point, I think it's a really good look into the victimology of these types of um, crimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was incredibly haunting and it still resonates with me. Yeah. A week later. Long. Like I can't stop thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. We were roller skating and pretty young thing came on. Oh, back. So back to your other thing, your question, like, can you separate the artist from the art? Like, I think. Like he was an icon. Like he wasn't just <clears throat> a musician. Like he was, he is and remains an icon in popular culture. So I think you can separate the artist from their icon status, right? Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't think you can separate the artist from their icon status, meaning we should not view him as an icon, right? His, his reputation as an icon his reputation as a philanthropist, his reputation as um, the perpetual man-child, that should all be burnt to the ground in my mind, and he should be viewed for what he was, like a disgusting pedophile. I do not think that means that the art he should produce, the art that he produced should be burned and disregarded you know, I do think the music he made is, you know, largely amazing. And a lot of it is beautiful music. Yeah. And I think it can be regarded in some ways distinctly from that artificial icon that was built. That's my opinion. Yeah. Like if I don't I, know. I don't know. I haven't erased I haven't erased him out of my playlist. Yeah, I mean I just don't know. I'm just saying. Well, I feel like I do know. Like I feel like there are lots of artists over history who were total fucking scumbags and did horrible things. That's true. But people still watch Woody Allen movies. Yeah. Not only do people still watch Woody Allen movies, he's still like freely making movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Hi. You know, well, um, other pedophiles like Roman Molansky are exiled. Polanski. Yeah. You know, alleged pedophiles. He's not been convicted, I don't think. Or maybe he was convicted in absentia. I don't know. I don't know. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. I mean, it's... um, But I will will tell you this. Um, I think somebody... I don't know who said this. I'm not going to be able to attribute the quote. But somebody said, like, the greatest crime you can commit is the destruction of a child's innocence. You know, so all of these... All of these fuckers, you know, should have their status as icons destroyed. I don't know. But I still think you preserve the art. That's my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. What else do you have on your list? Um, 
Should we talk about the toaster incident? What toaster incident? You mean the crockpot? Oh, it wasn't. I, I don't know why I wrote the toaster down here. Nothing happened the to the toaster. Pot. I know yeah. you want to throw away the toaster like you did our I dish. Hate the, I hate the toaster. Our, our soap. Yeah. Our, uh, what, the sponge holder? Yeah, I want to throw away all appliances. So, by the way, can I just update our listeners on this sponge solution, which is to not have anything... That sponge is getting disgusting. No, it's just sitting in no. its own disgustingness. First of all, you I want mis- to throw it away. No, you're misstating the proposed solution. Yeah, you it said wasn't nothing to leave it on the rack inside the farmer's sink. Yep, there's a wire mesh grate yeah. that the sponge sits on. Yeah, I also want to point out to our listeners is that we have the stone cleaner, the general cleaner, and the dish soap. The stone cleaner? Do you mean granite? The granite cleaner. Yeah. For some reason, all live inside the sink. So, the room that you were referring to with the sponge holder taking up room, and I always have to take all of those bottles so, out of the sink in order to clean anything. I think what you're trying to say here is that I made a I made a claim that by removing the sponge holder, I was freeing up a third of the sink. Yes. And you're criticizing me for storing the yes. bottles of cleaner inside of the stink. Yeah, uh, it the doesn't sink. make any sense. It makes all of the sense mm. in the world. No, we need a better solution. No. You know what I saw on the internet today? Tell me. It was a drying rack that is built over the sink, so it drips directly into the sink. I'll need to see a picture of that this. That you can purchase apparently off of amazon i don't like it anyways it seems like it would obstruct my view out the window you can talk about the crock pot incident because it's funny all right i mean because the house didn't burn down well like as a bit of a spoiler this is us which it's a bit of a spoiler it's not a spoiler did that involve a crock pot yes that's how the guy died that guy was Fucking stupid, that right. Jack guy. Anyways, lots of people like that show. Well, I'm know. not one of them. I hate that show. All right. So, Stomping Jen very nicely cooked us all a dinner. It was beans and tomatoes and other vegetables all in a pot. In it a was crock like a pot. chili. It wasn't chili. Cause it was a pseudo chili. No. It contained zero chilies, it so it was beans. not a chili. Okay, anyways, it had butternut squash. Chili has to contain chili peppers, otherwise it's not chili. I'm going to look that up. Okay, go. Look it up. Well, I don't have a device to look at. There. Oh, look, thanks. It is not chili if it does not contain chili pepper. Okay, let's... How do I It was look a this up? bean casserole. Okay, sure. <laughs> Call it a bean casserole. So Sorry. anyways... Stomping Jen very nicely cooked us this bean casserole. Um, Something happened where the beans didn't get soaked long enough. So when we got home, sat down to eat the dinner, the bean casserole, I noted that the beans weren't cooked all the way through. Well, um, I recommended to Stomping Jen that we... Turn the crock pot back up to high and cook them a little bit longer, a few more hours. Now, the crock pot that we have usually sits on top of the stove underneath the where the microwave is so we can turn on the fan and vent out um, the smell from the crock pot as it's cooking. So I said to our 11-year-old... I said, can you go over there and turn the crock pot back up to high? Because I was lazy and I didn't no, want to get No, he was up. getting more food also and he was getting while more this food. was happening. So he was over there getting more food. So he goes over there, turns it back up to high and comes and sits down. Or no, he was standing no, over there. he was there. standing over there getting his food. So he's getting his food. He turned it up to high. He's getting his food. And he says, um, he says this thing is really smoking. And I said, oh, don't worry about it. It's just steam. And so he's walking, he walks away from the stove and I looked at, I looked over there a little more closely and I did notice there's like smoke billowing up from the crock pot. So I ran over there 
And I noticed that our son had not turned the crock pot up to high. He turned the stove up to high. <laughs> and yeah. the bottom of the crock pot was on fire. <laughs> so I grabbed the crock pot um, by the side handles and yanked it off the stove. Just as I did that, the electrical cord burst into flames and exploded, sending sparks flying everywhere. Um, our poor son was paralyzed in fear. I don't know. What was he yelling? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> yes, sorry. He said, I'm sorry, multiple times. Um, so I got the crock pot over onto the counter. Then I went over to the wall and yanked the wire out of the wall that was still standing there and live on the frayed end. You threw it in the sink. And I threw the wire. It didn't in the land sink. on the sponge. It did not land on the sponge. Or any of the cleaners. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so that is the crock pot story. Yes. And we told our son that he didn't do anything wrong, that it was okay. Yeah. Do we really believe that? That it was a mistake and that he should learn from the mistake. Yeah. But between you and me right now, do we believe that? What? That it was a mistake. Well, we weren't going to punish him. He didn't know. He, Meh. It was... Should we have punished him? No, he's just... He... I'm joking. I'm no, joking. No, we should not have punished him. Yeah, I agree. Good learning moment. Yeah. Glad I'll never we were... do that ever again. Glad we were home. Despite the fact that I come home today and where is the crock pot? What? On the stove. Right on the stove. Yeah, but I wasn't using the stove. I know how to use the stove. I... Okay. I think we should no longer keep the crock pot on the stove. Why? Where should we keep it? To the side of the stove on the counter. Whatever. Okay. How about I put a cutting board on it? Uh, sure. Anything else? No, I'm done. We're at an hour. Are you done? No, we could talk about the other show we watched last night, which you fell asleep and you don't understand at all. We'll talk about that at a future podcast. Mm. I don't even want to mention it here, honestly. All right, so the next list we're going to do, we're going to wrap this up, is list the things that made you happy as a child. I don't see how that's different than list the things that make you happy. List the things that make you happy are now. So you're going to go back in time. I don't want to go back in time. And think about your childhood what, do you want to do something else for this podcast? We no. can abandon these lists. No, you started us on this journey. We can stop it. You really want to journey. stop the journey. You're done with this it's list. It's not project. making me any happier. We have only gotten to list 10. There are 52. Ugh. That's a long way to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore a different different thing to do here you don't like this i like it all right it's fine i like it i mean all right so but but i say what the next list is and you immediately begin arguing with me okay that you can't do it you don't understand wait stop i didn't say any of those things all right so list the things that made you happy as a child that'll be the next show okay great so again if you like the show If you're enjoying this, whatever this is, we ask you to please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the Stitcher app, the Podbean Podbean. app. I love how you always say Podbean. iHeartRadio, once that's available. Why is that not available now? I just registered it. It could take a couple weeks. Okay. And also, if you like the show... Okay. If you like the show, leave us a review. Okay? Okay. 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 So I'm going to say, without without further further ado, ado, and I promise there'll be no more ado. (laughs) There'll be zero ado after I say it. Without further ado, I say to you now. Wait, I can't say I say to you now. Bye now. Yeah, because you're further adoing. Yeah. Bye now. Without further ado, I say to you. Bye now. Bye now. Good evening, my fellow Americans. America knows that this world...
becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 